Hi, you're listening to the Home My Name is Dana podcast. This is a series of podcasts where I'll interview celebrities, athletes, and people making a difference. You know, I've spent most of my career behind the camera, and I've had the opportunity to meet some of the world's most fascinating people. Now on my podcast, I'm going to share their stories with you. We have in the studio today, Mike Thurtle, Chief Executive Officer of the Gary Sinise Foundation. Hi, Mike. How are you doing? Great, Dana. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So before we get started, um, I was doing a little research on your background, and your resume is very impressive. So if I miss anything, (laughs) just please stop me. Um, Now, I know you served as the president and chief executive officer uh, at the national organization that services people with intellectual disabilities and developmental disabilities. Uh, Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your background? Yeah, sure. Um, Right right now, uh, I'm the CEO of the Gary Sinise Foundation. And uh, as you know, Gary Sinise is the famous Hollywood actor and philanthropist, and our foundation supports veterans and first responders across the nation. Uh, prior to this foundation, I've been here about a year, um, I was at uh, a, a faith-based organization where we supported people with autism and Down syndrome across the country. So I was a CEO there for about eight years. Okay. And prior to that, I was a consultant for most of my career at PricewaterhouseCoopers and the RAND Corporation. And before that, I was a military officer. So I served for five years active duty in the Air Force and another 17 years in the Air Force Reserve, mostly in the Pentagon. And that was mostly my consulting experience too, is like the national security world. So the military and veteran service and just helping out people has really been sort of my focus for the last 30 years of my career. Yeah, I mean, you have such a very, very impressive resume and experience um, in all the work that you've done. I was on the website, and when I read about your background, that's really one of the reasons I wanted to to talk with you. So kind of getting into the information about the Gary Sinise Foundation, and I actually right now have the website up, and I see that the foundation has different programs such as RISE, relief and resiliency, first responders, community and education. Can you touch a little bit on each program and what the, the Gary Sinise Foundation does? Absolutely. Our, our organization has been around for 11 years as of literally like this month. And Gary started this organization out of his mission heart to help veterans and first responders. And Gary's been helping people for decades. Um, in fact, we've got a concert coming up at Fort Campbell, Kentucky, uh, which is a big army post about an hour and a half north of where I'm at right now in Nashville. Okay. And Gary and his band, the Lieutenant Dan Band, uh, are going to be playing at the concert. And as you remember, Gary was, he was the Lieutenant Dan character in Forrest Gump. Yes, yes. And yes. so great movie. I think I've watched it like 10 times in the last <laughs> year since I've been here because I love the movie. And I love Gary's other work too. Apollo 13 is amazing. So I'm kind of a sucker for great stories and, and uh, patriotic stories. And it's like, just, he's got such great roles. He's such a great actor and human being, Um, but but that's one of our missions is we literally, we believe that we need to provide, you know, entertainment, relief, resiliency to the people. And so the band is a really key component. In fact, the band has done, Gary's done over 500 concerts. I think it's at 540 now in his career. 
And so we're going to be at Fort Campbell. There's going to be thousands of people there. It's going to be a blast. Fourth uh, of July, patriotic, Fort Campbell. You can't ask for much more than that in America. No, 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 you can't. And they're a great band too. Um, so it's it's like awesome. And it's actually going to be open to the public. Um, I, if For some reason, if you're back here in, in the Kentucky, Tennessee area, if you want to come out, give me a shout. Um, oh, yeah. But so we, we do that. So there's an entertainment component to what we do to help people. Um, there's really, when you boil it down to the various pillars of what we set up here at the foundation, it kind of boils down to two things. One, we say thank you to people. We say thank you to these people um, who serve our nation, either in the military and putting their lives on the line to protect and defend the Constitution for us as Americans, um, or first responders, whether it's police or fire or EMS, you know, people who are out there domestically every day making sure safeguarding, you know, our lives oh, yeah. here in, in the country. And so there's a thank you component. The second part really harkens to that Lieutenant Dan character at Forrest Gump. It's about healing people. If you remember that movie, Lieutenant Dan gets wounded in uh-huh. Vietnam and yeah. Forrest, who's with him, he's one of his guys. Uh, Lieutenant Dan is the officer and Forrest Gump is one of his, his infantrymen. Yeah. Forrest saves him. Um, saves him several times in that movie, (laughs) which is a great metaphor, I think, for what we do, too, because in that process of Lieutenant Dan healing from that, he goes from a really difficult situation of losing both legs Mm -hmm. to at the end of the movie, he's married, he's got a great job. Um, He looks great. He's got a new suit on, you know, and that's kind of what we try to do is to help people heal, you know, to get him back on the playing field, if you will. And we really believe in the optimism of the future. And Gary's heart and mission are focused on that. And that's where we're at, too. And I support him in that. But across this mission space, there's so many different things we do that kind of fit into those buckets. Um, We serve meals to troops and first responders. We call it serving heroes um, because we truly believe they are heroes. Mm -hmm. One of my favorites, and we're going to be in person this year, finally, after two years hiatus because of COVID, (laughs) is we're going to be down at Walt Disney World in December. Um, for a program called Snowball Express. There's some wonderful videos on our website. And what we do is we fly a couple thousand people down there. American Airlines is one of our key partners. And through Americans' generosity, we fly families down there. These are families of military members who've who've, uh, died, who've perished in the war. And uh, we really put on a week-long healing, uh, thankfulness, celebration for these families. And then we stay with those families, too. Mm as long as they want us by their side. You know, one thing about my podcast, um, I interview athletes, celebrities, and people making a difference. And especially, you know, the people making a difference. There's a lot of podcasts, as you know, out there, you know, that I listen to, and you don't get the stories like your foundation and the great work that you guys are doing. And this is kind of what I want my listeners to hear, you know, all about the great work uh, foundations like yours are doing. Well, thank you for what you're doing. Um, Because getting the word out, I think, to people just about how to serve and the motivation of service, which I think is a strong theme of, as I've listened to your podcast, it it just tells a story about how we can all contribute to society. Yeah, uh, I had the opportunity uh, to interview Marcus Ogden a few weeks ago. Uh, He's a former NFL player, and now he does a lot of work, success coaching and mentoring in the community, which is very important, like your organization, the Gary Sinise Foundation in giving back uh, to the community. 
I've been following your foundation. And again, Lieutenant Dan, um, I, I tell you, Forrest Gump is like the top one of my favorite movies. Isn't it a great movie? Yeah. And I think it was on LinkedIn. It was a picture of you and Gary sitting on the bench and I was cracking up. I thought that was such an, such an iconic shot. Well, my promise to you, Dana, is if you get out here to Nashville to visit us, um, We'll, we'll spend some time talking more about what we do here at the foundation, oh, but definitely. will yeah. we actually have the bench here? Oh, um, you? Yeah. So if you want to get out, in fact, we just moved to Nashville from Los Angeles recently okay. and uh, we had the guys reset up the bench here. In fact, I was just walking through the, the entranceway to our office this morning and I walked right past the bench and I thought, you know, that's a really cool symbol in many ways for Life is kind of like a box of chocolates, box of chocolate, right? <laughs> I was just thinking as you were saying that, okay, if I do, I have to make sure I get my box of chocolates. I need to do the whole thing. We'll set you up. We got the suitcase. We got the box of chocolate. You, well, you just show up and we'll, we'll get you set up on the bench. It's I'm a great, there. great picture. I'm definitely there for that. Again, the different programs, and I'm looking at your website now, like Rise and the Adaptive for Smart Homes. I watch, you know, a lot of the home improvement shows and they'll have episodes uh, where they'll have or do adaptive homes for the military vets who might have needs for a special adaptive uh, a home. Do you do a lot of homes across the country or are they just in one area? We have built 77 homes for wounded veterans. And we actually have a home dedication coming up in the San Diego, California area in about two weeks. Okay. In fact, uh, again, if you wanted to come to any of our events, just give me a shout. I'd love yeah. to have you there. I'm um, closer to that one. So, uh, yeah. So we, we do these home dedications. We literally, we built this home for a veteran and his family. And so over the process of the building, you know, time frame, we're working with those families to ensure that those homes are tailored to their needs. Yeah. what they really need to be supported because everybody has a different need. Yes. Um, having come from an organization where we supported people with intellectual developmental disabilities, I had the same sort of challenge where we tried to create a home environment for people that be indicative of what they need. We meet people where they're at here in their mission space, you know, so it's not them. It's us meeting them where they need that help. And it's not a cookie cutter approach. And Gary wanted us to be able to tailor these, these homes and make them really homes that they could live in for a long time with their families. And so we talk about that RISE acronym, um, restoring independence, supporting empowerment. Those words are very powerful because that's actually what we believe that these homes do for people. And we, we look at every detail, whether it's, if you're, in a, if you're a veteran, you're in a wheelchair the rest of your life for mobility, you need countertops that are lower. You need a stove that you can cook on. You need a shower and bathroom set up so that when you can move yourself around, because some of these folks don't have the same conveniences that we have. And they're not only ADA compliable. I mean, that to me is almost the easy part. We go beyond that and go, how can we specifically make this a home where this person can live and be with their family and truly enjoy their life? Yeah. And, and it's just saying thank you to them for what they did for our nation. Yes, I, I feel that's very important. You don't find a lot of organizations who will provide that service for our service people and first responders who have needs. I, I think it's very important. 
you know, looking at the website, there's just so much information on what you guys are doing. I know you have different events that are coming up. You, you just spoke about the one in Kentucky and the different ones you have uh, throughout the year. What is a story that's touched you uh, that may stand out in your mind, a person uh, that you helped? So literally for me, uh, every day there are miracles that happen here. Um, and I truly believe miracles um, in terms of being able to help people. One of my first, literally my first week here in the organization about a year ago, uh, brand new CEO here. Uh, I was in our office in Los Angeles and I'm literally just still trying to figure out, you know, where things were at my desk <laughs> at that week. And one of my colleagues came in and said, Mike, we've got about 20 young ladies in our main conference room and they're here for a Snowball Express event. I said, okay. And I, I knew kind of what Snowball Express was about at that point. Um, but I didn't know the breadth and depth of the activities. And so this person, my colleague came and they said, could you mind coming in and just saying hi to everybody as a CEO? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'd love to come in there and just meet everybody and say hi. So I walk in this conference room. So imagine like a conference room table with 20 young ladies. When I say young ladies, everybody's younger than me now. I'm an old guy. So, um, <laughs> but really they're probably like in their late teens, um, high school, college age. And we've been with these, these young ladies for a long time helping them because their fathers have passed away in service. And at one time they'd actually attended that snowball event down at Walt Disney World. And so now we stay with them in a different kind of role of helping them, counsel them. We bring in professional counselors, professional social workers. And the whole purpose of this meeting, Dana, was for them to talk about their future. Like how are they gonna plan out their future? And as we both know, um, those years are really, you know, challenging. You're in your high school years or early colleges. You're trying to figure out what does that roadmap look like for the future? And so these young ladies have the same challenge that everybody does. But even on top of that, they're missing, you know, a parent who they lost yeah. in, in conflict. So I walk in there and I'm just there to say hi. Okay. So I don't really have a really difficult role there. I walk in, I'm standing right in the middle of this horseshoe table with all these people sitting around. And as I'm looking around the room, two things happen. Um, I'm seeing in the faces of these young ladies, um, I've got two daughters myself, two sons and two daughters. I've seen my daughters in those faces. And I was seeing the, the kids of my friends who did not come back, uh, classmates of mine from the Air Force Academy who served, other colleagues in the military that served that I know that they didn't come back and their families were impacted. So literally at that moment, it was like a crucible for me in terms of emotions. And I started to cry. Like I literally could not hold my stuff together yeah. at that moment. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is like a really powerful moment. And so these young women are looking at me like I'm crazy because I'm crying. <laughs> and I just thought this guy's going to walk in and say hi, you know, but I started just going, I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for you and the sacrifice that you made. You know, yeah. you didn't sign up no. for losing a parent. And we're here through Gary's wonderful mission and work and what Gary does to touch people. We're here to help you. We're here to be with you. We're here to walk alongside of you and we're here to be with you as long as you need us, mm -hmm. you know? And so, so I had no canned speech walking in there. I didn't even know what to expect. Um, but for me, it was a fantastic moment of why I'm here. Mm -hmm. And I really do believe that life is not random. It's not serendipitous. I truly believe that, 
you're put in a certain place at a certain time for reasons. Oh, yeah. um, I won't get too faith-based here, but I think there's a, there's a spiritual domain yeah. to a lot of these no, things. I agree. I agree. And there's a reason that Gary created this. And there's a reason that Gary played Forrest Gump, in Forrest Gump. And there's a reason that I came here about a year ago. And there's a reason you and I are talking right now. Exactly. And, exactly. and so to me, you know, that's just one small vignette of a much larger perspective. And I could go on, we could talk for hours about all these different mission elements, because every time we're touching people, there are truly miracles happening. Sometimes you see them and sometimes you don't, you know, sometimes it's further downstream. And I think for us, it's about helping people saying thanks. And then I think with the expectation implicitly that it gets paid forward, you know, in some way, whether it's their own healing or healing their other people in their family. Yeah, very important. Definitely, um, you know, things happen for a reason and, and things come together. I totally agree with you. Uh, how is it working with Gary? He seems like such an awesome person. How much involvement does he have? And how have you been able to bring his expectations, visions to, the, to this foundation? He's a great guy. Um, he, what you see on TV, what you see in interviews, what you see in movies, it's the same guy. And that's one of the things I love many things about him. Um, but one of the things I truly appreciate and respect is his consistency. Mm -hmm. You know, what you get, what you see is what you get. And, um, that's kind of who I am. I don't, I don't walk around and play different characters based upon, you know, what role I'm in. It's kind of like what you see is what you get. And, and so he's, he's a really smart man. He's a very, his, he's got a huge heart. Um, he sacrificed a ton in his life to do what he's doing to help people, which I truly appreciate. And uh, there's nobody in my life that I've met that's quite like him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very unique. And that's really what drew me here to this organization was the opportunity to serve him and to serve our board and this beautiful mission yeah. and to truly be able to take something that he's created and help him as his CEO, help him lift this up as high as we can lift it up. Yeah. And, I, and I'm a quant by background. I'm a numbers guy, but I can't even put a number on this one. I learned many, many years ago, that the most important things in life, you can't put a number on, yeah. whether it's love or it's caring or whatever that means for an individual. And this is kind of the same thing to me. This is a very personal thing for Gary. Mm -hmm. It's a very personal thing for all of us who work here um, and serve the mission because we just really want to light this up and help people. There's an insatiable demand out there in our country, especially right now. Um, There's just so much doggone tension out there. And, you know, can't we just all figure out how to get along here and help each other? (laughs) Because that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just have to distance yourself. I, I know for me personally, there's so much negativity that encompasses the world right now. And I just have to step away. It's, uh, it's just too negative. I know from your podcast, I mean, I, I know it's, I can kind of tell what your themes are about, you know, and it's wonderful to be able to talk with you today like this, too, because I think in our lives, you don't get enough time to chat like this. And that's no. one thing that I think podcasts are bringing out, especially yours is just Let's talk about good things. Let's talk about optimistic things. Let's talk about how to make a difference. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. Uh, when I interview athletes and actors, I want to know, besides their personal celebrity, what they're doing to make a difference. You know, I'm hoping my podcast is also speaking with people making differences, such as yourself and the Gary Sinise Foundation. Um, when I started doing my research on the foundation, 
And I said, yeah, this is definitely something I want my listeners to know about. Uh, now, this was another question I had. I noticed you have two chapters, one in Florida and one in San Diego. Yeah, there's one in San Diego um, and then one in, called Central Florida, but it's really uh, Orlando, Tampa area. Okay. And uh, I'll actually, Gary's got another concert. So 4th of July next weekend at Campbell. And then we're going down to McDill Air Force Base, which is right around Tampa. Okay. And we're going to do another concert at the base there for the, for the airmen there at McDill Air Force Base. Okay. And uh, yeah, so two chapters. We got great chapter volunteers. Uh, we have two, we have a board in San Diego and one in Orlando. And these are great folks, um, people who are dedicated to the mission and helping people. And it's a mix of veterans, first responders, patriots, people who just want to help, you know. And it's through this process that they get the opportunity to serve. Yeah. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, Mike, what's the, what's the one barrier that inhibits people from, you know, helping. Mm -hmm. And I said, I think most people don't know how to connect to serve. I think if we can get the word out to people and say, Hey, it's as simple as calling up your local fire station or police station mm -hmm. and saying, could we bring lunch down for you guys next week? Just to say, thank you for protecting our homes. Yeah. You know, that goes such a long way. Um, I think in terms of just strengthening this social fabric in our country, and I don't mean just for cops and, and fire, but there's all kinds of people we should be saying thank you to. Our mission tends to be focused on first responders, but you know whether it's people in hospitals, especially during COVID, our organization was supporting frontline healthcare workers too in the same way, where we would just go to a hospital and say thank you and serve them a meal, just to say thank you for being on the front lines, because that's a different war, right, that yeah. we've all kind of been fighting together. Yeah. Um, but it's about, it's really that simple. And I think for whatever reason, you know, I think we've gotten into this world. I know it's because of social media and we kind of be kind of drilled into a lane of just virtualness. Mm -hmm. um, but there's nothing, there's, you can never substitute for the human touch yeah. and, and the human presence and being there with people and just showing up and saying, thank you. Cause you can't fight a fire virtually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> going to work. You can't stop the robber virtually. No. And it's like, so I think by us doing that, there's a very tangible thing there. Yeah. Um, Gary actually had a situation where he was in Nashville last fall and he was driving to his home and swung by a fire station, just literally just randomly stopped by a fire station. And he's done this over the years. It's not uncommon for him to do this. Yeah. And he walks into this fire station here in, in the local area here. And, um, and there was a fire uh, service member there, fireman there, who had met Gary back in Los Angeles many years ago. And they recognize each other. And this, this, the smallness of the universe of here, the guy was a firefighter in LA. Now he's out here in Nashville. Gary lived in LA. Now he's in Nashville and they'd meet each other before. And well, I can tell you this, when Gary walked out of the fire station there, he's going to probably be the best fire service here in the Nashville area <laughs> because he made a lot of friends that day. And, but he wanted her to say thank you to these yeah. guys, you know, and they really, really appreciated it. Um, yeah. And so we try to do the same thing. You know, I'm not Gary Sneeze. I'm never going to be Gary Sneeze. I don't pretend to be that. But but my staff and I, we try to do the same thing. Our volunteers try to do the same thing. So there's anybody on your podcast who's listening to this who really wants to plug in and feel like you're making a difference. Just give us a ring. Go out to our website. Shoot me an email. You know, and it's like uh, it's a way that we can plug people in. I think this is my theory of change in the country 
Is it by plugging in and helping each other out and truly doing these little kinds of things? Mm -hmm. It's going to make a huge difference about just unifying us as a nation and creating the least common denominators, Americans. One of the great things about this country, we typically been a very caring people and a very generous people. And let's light that up because I think that's, that's just right to our DNA as a nation. Yeah, it's a chain reaction, a domino effect. You, You help one person and that person passes it on to another and you feel the country would be a better place. Um, my brother is a fireman and I do have a family member who serves. And these things are very important to me. Well, pass along our regards to them too. Yeah, I definitely will. Thank you. One of the things that I've noticed with your podcast, and this kind of fits right into our mission too, is that Gary has taken his celebrity, if you will, and being able to use that light and shine it on certain kinds of issues. And the issues that we shine on are veterans and first responders. And and I mean, he could be doing a lot of things right now, but he has chosen to spend his time and treasure focusing on these kinds of issues to help people. It's really, that's all about it. It's about helping people. So one of the things that you talk about with people in your podcast, I think that's the same kind, you could use that same kind of theme and go, how are you using your spotlight? You know, how are you, how are you shining that bright light and what are you shining it on? If you're shining on the mirror on yourself, just think about the opportunity cost of all the people you could be helping out there that you're not. You know, so it's it's I think there's a real goodness to what can be done in these different areas. Um, I know that you're doing that as well. You're taking your spotlight and trying to shine in a direction to help people. I really appreciate that. That's what I'm trying to do. You know, it's not funny. So, as you know, the name of my podcast is Hello, My Name is Dana, which is basically based on, you know, when you go to a conference and you introduce yourself. So when I interview celebrities and athletes, I want them to introduce themselves and tell me what they're doing. I, I'm not interested in knowing about who you took down the red carpet. I want to know what you are doing to make a difference. Well, I'd like to know which red carpet they're rolling out and who's it for. Um, so <laughs> yeah. it's not who you're walking down with. It's who you're rolling it out for. Exactly. I may, I may change my name to Dana after. <laughs> Parents did well. They did. They did very well on that one. Um, how can people reach out and donate to the foundation? Can you give us a little information, the address, a little bit on how we can get involved. Yeah, I appreciate that question. And and we do need help because we want to translate the goodness of American people into help for these veterans and first responders. We are 100% funded through donations. So we don't accept any government money. So everything that we're able to spend on people, we raise through the generosity of, of people in this country, whether it's individuals or corporations. The vast majority of our donations are from individuals. Um, we receive lots of donations from people. We can always use a lot more. And the only thing that constrains how many people we can touch and help is how much money we have coming in the door. Mm-hmm. Um, we're one of the highest rated nonprofits in the country. When you go out to Charity Navigator and you look at, especially in the veterans organization space, we're always rated at the top. And we really appreciate that, that, that rating and that brand because we really work hard to keep, keep it whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but if people want to donate, you know, there's always the time and talent and treasure, right? Different kinds of ways to donate. Um, when it comes to tr- come to actual monetary donations, just going out to our website, GarySiniseFoundation.org, and you can see the donation site there on the website. Okay. Um, for volunteer activities, you could do the same thing. You go out to the website and just click on the button there and just say that you want to participate. Or you could just go through LinkedIn and contact me. Again, my name is Mike Thirtle, T-H-I-R-T-L-E. I'm on LinkedIn. Shoot me a LinkedIn mail. 
and I'll get you hooked in with our staff and different activities because I got people reaching out to me every day and I do that. So I'd love to have people reach out so we can, we can have them part of our family, if you will, helping others. We'll definitely put that in the podcast description uh, so people can reach out. Mike, I want to thank you for being on the Hello, My Name is Dana podcast. The Gary Sinise Foundation is doing amazing work, and I'm sure you know our listeners have enjoyed a greater appreciation for what the Gary Sinise Foundation is doing. Again, I want to say thank you. Please keep us updated on projects coming up. Definitely would like to have you back on maybe in a few months, uh, if you don't mind, uh, to give us an update on the things that are, are coming well, up. Well, it was a pleasure to be here. Honored to meet you today, and uh, thanks for the great questions and dialogue this morning. And uh, I look forward to meeting in person one of these days. So give me, give me, shoot me a note. And uh, I know you're in SoCal, and we've got things going on in Southern California. So you just let me know. Uh, you're, you know, if you want to go to something, I'll make that happen. Thank you, Mike. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Dana. Have a great day. Blessings on your day for that. You too. You too. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Take care. Well, that's it for this edition of the Hello, My Name is Dana podcast. Please contact us at blcarter7575 at gmail.com.